Welcome to a live and active life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. Feathers have captivated people for centuries. Inventors and scientists have all studied flight by looking at birds, wings, and feathers. Artists use various mediums to capture the beauty of feathers. Coincidentally, there are still folks who make down pillows and comforters with the softest feathers. Kids adore fluffy colored feathers for fun projects. Feathers have been used for insulation. At one point in history, the best arrows were made by using feathers. Today's content is about being under feathers. In order to do that, we're going to have to go to the Bible and look at Bible feathers. Believe it or not, the Bible talks a lot about feathers and wings. Let's just look at a few references. Matthew 23, verse 37, and Luke 13, verse 34, say this, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together, as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. 2 Samuel 22, verse 11 says, He mounted the cherubim and flew, he soared on the wings of the wind. Psalm 63, 7 says, Because you are my help, I sing in the shadow of your wings. Psalm 61, verse 4, I long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge in the shelter of your wings. And here's my favorite. Psalm 91, verse 4, He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. Well, obviously today's content is about feathers, under feathers in particular. If you review those previous verses that we just talked about, mentioning feathers and wings, you'll notice there's a common idea. Let's look at these verses a bit more in detail. We're going to see how under feathers applies in practical ways to daily life. Let's start with the first one, found in Matthew 23 and in Luke 13. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings and you were not willing. In these references, Jesus' teaching point is about a hen gathering her chicks under her wings when there is danger. Jesus compares this with the same desire God has for his children. When there is danger, you need protection and comfort. When you need a bigger guy between yourself and the threat, he lifts his wings and invites you to come under feathers. Apparently, this instinct God has is a strong longing. In other words, God deeply loves you. He wants you under His feathers to care for you. 
Let's move on then to the Second Samuel 22 verse 11 passage. He mounted the cherubim and flew. He soared on the wings of the wind. This creative scripture refers to God's might, command, freedom, and proactive flight through all the realms of creation, both seen and unseen. The word picture indicates he can ride the most powerful, astonishing forces. With a great high view, he rides effortlessly into your situation and helps steer you through trials and problems. He soars lovingly and confidently with resources through the winds of your dark, stormy days. Next was Psalm 63 and then Psalm 61. Because you are my help, I sing in the shadow of your wings. And then the second one, I long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge in the shelter of your wings. These two Psalms passages present a person needing help, the psalmist, or it could be you or me. After turning to God and coming under feathers by faith, he finds help, comfort, and protection needed. And because he's now in a safe place, this person can sing for joy. In fact, he wants to stay there, to live under feathers. This person has trusted God's promises and found refuge under the shelter of God's very own wings. The under feathers word picture is his talking point, and it can be yours too. And then finally, the Psalm 91 passage. It happens to be my favorite. He will cover you with his feathers. Under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. This psalm presents the image of God using his wings to give his children refuge from harm, danger, and evil. He literally covers you with his protective feathers. So, you are under feathers. The verse closes with a strong witness to God's faithfulness. A promise of a shield and rampart are introduced. Most of us know what a shield is, a piece of armor used for both defensive and offensive tactics. But what is a rampart? Well, a rampart is a raised area, usually earth, perhaps covered by other materials, that forms protection. It's a fortification or a barricade. God says he is this raised up area of protection for you. So what exactly does God have in mind? Well, his interests involve people. Let's start with you. Have you ever gone under his feathers? Do you enjoy the strong rampart of God's love and care? Staying inside, under, and behind his raised up protection means you benefit from his barricade and fortification. All this you do by faith, not by sight. Now let's turn to others. Every person on the globe deserves the opportunity to respond to Jesus by faith. Yet if people never hear about under feathers, if we do nothing to spread this good news, then Christ's death 
is in vain. Everyone should be given the opportunity to know God loves them and wants to bring them under feathers. Jesus reaches to all people of all cultures. He eliminates all boundaries of status, race, and culture between people, even as he reinforces individual value and freedom. He welcomes anyone into his family as an heir with Christ, a child of God. This means that anyone who responds by faith to Jesus can come under feathers. How did under feathers begin? Well, God started under feathers. There's a phrase often used in scripture, when the time had fully come. So when the time had fully come, a baby was born. When the time had come, Jesus died on the cross, was buried in a tomb, and rose on the third day. These things happened. When the time comes, he will return to earth as a judge, all-powerful king, and gentle friend of all who believe on him. These things will happen. God's feather covering became documented history at the cross. Jesus' arms reached from one eternity to the other. The beam of the cross proves it. To every generation, God's covering of wings makes hope a reality. You've all heard of receiving a white feather. We're going to spend a few minutes on that. A white feather has often been associated with disgrace, cowardice, or shame. The tradition of giving a white feather is questionable, especially when given unjustly. Yet even when possibly deserved, it's hard to bear disgrace in life, to be misunderstood, wondering what went wrong, judged, accused, justly or falsely. For the person who trusts him, God redeems all things, even a white feather. In fact, he is in the habit of giving out white feathers as a symbol of holiness, bravery, faith, and value. The beautiful, captivating form of a white feather is awe-inspiring, and that image represents how Jesus covers every person who trusts him. When you trust God's promises for everyday problems and troubles, you earn a delightful white feather of practiced holiness. Why not start a collection? Keeping in mind that the only salvation and holiness that we have starts at the cross. But of course, we must respond in action, and that is when we can add to our collection of white feathers. As you stay close to Christ by trusting and obeying, even when suffering, you are given many gorgeous white feathers. This is because God is full of grace and mercy. He is loving, kind, and good. And He hands out holy feathers for your life collection. He does that when you admit you are wrong, when you are right, when you are alone. He does it when you turn to him, feeling shunned or ostracized, and when you are falsely judged. And he does it when others don't understand your sufferings.
we established that God started under feathers. But the story drills down into the details of this broken life. Because God received your white feather of disgrace and paid the severe price to cleanse, heal, and comfort you, He can also transform you. He invites you to come close. He lifts His wing for you and says, Come under feathers. Stay close to me. Jesus wants to do a number of things for you. I'm going to go through a very brief bullet list. He wants to bring you inside God's love, forgive you, give you eternal life. He wants to welcome and befriend you, be with you in your sufferings, deserved or unfair. He wants to strengthen you, help you, comfort you. He wants to heal you, and He wants to protect you. Here are some application questions and thoughts for our content today under feathers. Number one, have you come under feathers in God's love? Do you run under His wing when He holds it up and invites you in? Number two, are you reaching to people who need God's protection and covering? Three, what specific practical action steps will you adopt to go under feathers when you feel threatened, afraid, overwhelmed, attacked, or just tired. These action steps need to become habit, so you often run under feathers. So, again, what practical action steps will you adopt when you need to go under feathers? Number four, pen to paper. Write about a white feather. Or perhaps draw or paint an image. If you've ever been handed a white feather of disgrace, let God turn it into a symbol of holiness, honor, and courage. Why not give your disgrace to Him and enter His covering? Go under feathers. 5. What is keeping you from coming under feathers? And 6. This is the harder question. Are you willing to bear unfair disgrace with Jesus? Portions of this episode come from More Epistles for an Eye Generation. This book is an excellent daily devotional tool to help you get into God's Word and aim for excellence each day. Check it out in our bookstore. I hope you'll purchase one and find yourself growing in knowledge and practical application as you study through more of Paul's epistles. And also visit our website for devotional materials, articles, podcasts, and resources to help grow your faith in God. Pursue noble character and an alive and active life. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org, your web-based home for resources including books and ebooks, libraries of articles, podcasts, shareable images, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.